Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Let's start off the week by getting you up to date on all of the news from across our region in the St. Louis All Local from KMOX. Our top story is from the Storm Center. Precipitation remains liquid in the heart of the St. Louis metro area, but snow has already started falling to the west of St. Louis. Let's go live to the newsroom for the latest from KMOX's Maria Kina. Michael, Wednesfield police taking to Twitter just a short time ago saying winter weather arrived and patrol officers are reporting the roads are starting to become slick in areas. Please slow down and be careful. AAA Nick Chabara says he wants people to be prepared in case they get stranded. The best tool to have these days, a well-charged cell phone and a way to charge your cell phone inside your vehicle. Again, in case you do need to call for help, uh, should something happen. In addition to Wentzville already seeing those bands of snow, Interstate 44 in Franklin County has snow as well. But so far, heading south on 55 still looks like it's just rain. Michael? And Maria, based on the forecasted weather, Southwest Airlines is giving free flight changes in and out of STL today and tomorrow. St. Louis is one of the 11 cities that the airline is doing this for, including uh, the airport Chicago O'Hare, Midway, and also Kansas City International. This just in. Republican Congresswoman Ann Wagner says she plans to seek re-election. Wagner says, in part, there is too much work left to do to give up the fight for our fundamental freedom and liberties, which is why I'm running for re-election. Energizer, long based in West St. Louis County, is moving its headquarters from town and country east to downtown Clayton to a tower at Forsyth in Maryland. I mean, there's a lot to love. KMOX asked Clayton Mayor Michelle Harris if tax breaks are involved. We have not been in the business for a while now of giving out any kind of incentives for companies moving or buildings being built. I mean, virtually everything that's happened, and we've had a lot of development over the past few years and and more coming, all of those projects are completely unabated. We we have not given out one dime of tax abatement. Energizer follows Emerson in moving away from a traditional office park campus elsewhere in the county to new digs in a tower in Clayton. Signage is going up along North County's radioactive Coldwater Creek, but don't call them warning signs. The Army Corps of Engineers prefers the term informational. And the signs just basically say that this is a cleanup area. Um, if uh, left undisturbed, this is uh, safe and and contact this, you know, it has, it has contact information for FUSRAP, which is the Army Corps of Engineers cleanup or, uh, group, I guess. Florissant City Engineer Tom Goldcamp says the feds asked for and received permission to put up the signs at St. Ferdinand Park, at Duchenne Park, and the golf course. The Army Corps says the idea is to place the signs in public access areas to the creek. Belleville plans to use solar energy to help offset the costs of maintaining a cemetery. The Mount Hope Cemetery has been in receivership for years, and while the state owns it, the city of Belleville has been spending $100,000 annually to maintain the property. They aim to offset that cost by turning part of the property into a solar farm. Here's the director of economic development for the city of Belleville, Cliff Cross. Leasing a corner of the property to the uh, solar folks that would provide a monthly rent that could help subsidize those costs that we are incurring for the uh, for the maintenance of the property. The expectation is that $60,000 annually could be generated by turning that corner of the property into a solar farm, helping offset the cost, but not entirely offsetting them. I asked Cross if he plans on expanding the property any further, allowing for a larger solar farm to generate more money. He said that is not in the plans. Reporting from Belleville, Sean Malone, KMOX News.
With the Missouri legislative session underway, State Representative Peter Meredith of South St. Louis has several issues on his mind. He's proposing a constitutional amendment about medical freedom. Here, Republicans talk a lot about freedom, but what I keep seeing is uh, Republican governments taking away the freedom of individuals to make their own medical decisions. And he continues to support modernizing the system so petition signatures can be made electronically from the comfort of your desk as opposed to people standing out in parking lots to collect uh, physical signatures. He got that bill to pass the House a few years ago. You know, since then, uh, we've had a lot of more progressive-leaning issues pass at the ballot. And so uh, Republican politicians have generally turned the other direction now on ballot initiatives. They want to make it harder for people to use the ballot initiative system, harder for democracy to function a new member of the Cardinals' front office. The Cardinals have added to their front office, hiring former Red Sox chief baseball officer Haim Bloom. He will serve as an advisor to President of Baseball Operations John Mozeliak. Bloom ran the Red Sox baseball operation for four years. Prior to that, he spent 15 years with the Tampa Bay Rays, where he finished his time there as a senior vice president of baseball operations. In a statement, Mozeliak said it will be good to have an outside perspective to look at the club's baseball operation. Matt Pauley, KMOX Sports. KMOX goes in-depth. We've got more now of my one-on-one with St. Louis Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore. Last Friday, we talked about the drop in homicides. Do you feel that they're they're an accurate depiction of what's happening in the city? Um, I, I, I do believe they're an accurate depiction of uh, what's going on. Gore told us he was happy to see killings drop by about 20% in the city last year, according to stats from the police department. However, we still have too much violent crime in the city and that that's something that we're going to continue to work on and decrease. I mean, 158 homicides is not something to celebrate. Um, the trend is positive, but we need to do a lot better, and we're going to continue to focus on it and apply the strategies that are working and apply new strategies and try to be more effective. And so now here is more with St. Louis Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore. There were 24 homicides. A double murder case, a Crestwood man named Austin Heflin. Uh, there were discovery issues when Kim Gardner was circuit attorney, uh, but charges, uh, double murder charges were dropped. Uh, there are some critics of this. Uh, is there anything you can say about that uh, decision in that case? Um, you know, what, what we have said about that case is we um, inherited the case from the prior administration. Um, I had some of my most experienced attorneys on that case. They reviewed the evidence, conducted a thorough, thorough review, looked at the evidence. It was a complex case in terms of the facts being complex and the issues of self-defense being complex. They took a very thorough look at it and concluded at the end of the day that we didn't have the evidence to support the charges, and that's why the case was dismissed. It's a a tragic situation. I understand the family's anguish about it. uh, To lose um, two loved ones in a tragic incident like that is horrible, Um, but at the end of the day, we look at the law and the facts, and we have to make those those difficult decisions. Did any of the issues that came into play when Kim Gardner was CA have an impact on that? Um, at the end of the day, um, we conducted, you know, our own review and analysis. The attorneys handling the case were, were very experienced, and, and that's the type of analysis we conduct in every case. Um, I would say that um, this analysis and review and the conclusions that were reached in a well-functioning prosecuting attorney's office probably would have occurred at a much earlier stage. Um, you know, we had to get in and re-review it, re-interview witnesses and really uh, dig into the evidence and, and make this decision, you know, in a, in a office that's operating effectively where people aren't being crushed by heavy caseloads, 
you, you're able to make those types of reviews and get that work done much sooner. Uh, something I'd like to to ask about, um, your decision to run for re-election seemed like you were really mulling it over, determining, you know, if this is something you really wanted to do. And we hear so often about um, good people don't want to run for office. People who are contemplative, they've got experience, they're hesitant to run for office. Uh, what's your advice to people who may be thinking about, I don't want to put myself through that, but I want to be involved in public service. How did you come to, to your decision, for instance? Yeah. Well, I I, had, um, I I never intended to run for public office. It wasn't something that I had on my career to-do list. In fact, it was probably something I had on my not-to-do list. Um, you know, as an observer of the political process, I don't think there's many people who look at it from the outside and think, man, that's something I'd really like to get into. Um, however, you know, in my circumstance, which was very unique, um, I had this very unique opportunity to serve the community, um, to step in in a time of crisis and uh, try to have an impact. Um, I felt like, you know, our office was having an impact, that things were on a good trajectory, and really just the desire to continue to work, the work that we've been doing, the desire to support the many attorneys and support staff who have come back and joined me in answering the call to public service to restore the circuit attorney's office uh, to a place where we're we're fulfilling our role in the criminal justice system, that was an opportunity that um, I couldn't pass up, and and that's that's why I'm running. We've got so many positions across the region, mayor positions in in uh, suburbs where one person runs. What do you say to folks uh, to maybe try to encourage them to also enter uh, public service to, and to give uh, what you've done a try? You know, I, I guess what I would say to people is if you if you see an opportunity where where you can have an impact where you can have an impact in terms of serving the community and improving the lives of others. You got to take advantage of that. I mean, that's how I looked at it. Um, like I said, wasn't where I saw my career going, but I did see the opportunity to have an impact um, to serve the community that I love and that I live in. And so um, in that, in that case, it, at the end of the day, it ended up being an easy decision. Circuit attorney Gabe Gore. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. I'm Michael Calhoun. The St. Louis All Local is a production of the KMOX News Team. Stream on the Odyssey app.